and welcome to Middle Church Online. I'm Reverend Natalie. We are so glad that you've chosen to worship with us. Thank you for coming. Um, it is AAPI History Month. It is Pentecost. Um, so let's get right into worship. But before we do, we'd like to take a deep centering breath together. Come, let us worship God. Majora Carter, she, her, South Bronx, New York City. Bill Michael, Menlo Park, California, she, her. Kendra Floyd, pronoun, <laughs> she, hers, New York City. My name is Cardina. I use she and they pronouns, and I'm from Hilversum in the Netherlands. I'm Tanya Fox. I use the pronoun she, her, and I live in Point Roberts, Washington. new one for you.
Kamusta everyone! Happy Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Today, we're gonna be talking about the word loud. What's a word you would use to describe yourself? Share it with your grown up, with your sibling, in the chat, or just keep it inside your head. Now, a word I would use to describe myself is, can you guess? Loud! I'm loud in how I dress because I love wearing bright colors and patterns. I'm loud in how I laugh because it fills the entire room and sometimes echoes off of buildings when I'm outside. I'm loud in how I talk because I always share my thoughts, especially about fighting injustice and making good trouble. I love being loud. Love, love, love being loud. But I wasn't always loud, friends. In this picture, I'm about six, seven, or eight, and I'm smiling, but actually wasn't very happy. At this time, I was very, very, very quiet. I didn't like the dress I was forced to wear. I didn't like the doll I was asked to hold instead of playing the video game I like so much. But I did all these things because I was asked to do it because I was expected to do it. And I was quiet, so I did all of it. I was expected to wear dresses because when I was born, a doctor said I was a girl. I was expected to be quiet and obedient because I was a girl and I'm Asian. And when you're Asian in this country, people always expect you to be obedient and quiet. I was expected to be perfect because as someone who is Asian and a girl and brown, my parents, my siblings, my family just wanted to fit in with everyone else. Have you ever felt that way, friends? But one day, I realized I didn't want to fit in because I wasn't happy. I realized one day I just wanted to be myself. And that was the day I decided to be loud. Friends, just like me, Miss Alicia, or just like the apostles later on in the scriptures. Be loud. Be loud about who you are and who you want to be and be proud of it. Let this be our prayer. Let us be loud and let us be proud of it. Amen. We are marching in the Hi everyone, I'm Chad Tanaka Pak, Consulting Minister and Middle Member, and let's talk about Middle Rising. Today we continue to celebrate Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. 
Today is also Pentecost, when we remember the story of the Holy Spirit revealing the gifts of ethnic diversity to the Church. And in the spirit of Pentecost, Middle rises to celebrate the diversity of all God's creation. Here are some of the ways Middle is rising to do so. First, join us next Saturday, May 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern for day two of three of an immigration forum hosted by our Ablamos small group. Come learn about the history and the current context of U.S. immigration and about God's call for radical welcome. Next, we'd like to celebrate all of the graduates among us. If you've graduated this year from anything and would like to celebrate with us, please email Elise by today, Sunday, and their email is e-t-i-r-a-l-l-i at middlechurch.org. And finally, be on the lookout for amazing programs next month for LGBTQ Pride and for Juneteenth. Please save the date for Juneteenth Benefit, a partnership between Middle Church and the Riverside Church, on Saturday, June 19 at 7 p.m. Eastern. It will be an evening showcasing incredible talent with a few surprises coming soon. Okay, Middle Family, remember to read your weekly email, check out our website. We'd love for you to be a part of Middle Rising. Thanks. Holy One, thank you for gathering us here and now. We worship you in different spaces and at different times of the day, yet through the power of your Holy Spirit, you have gathered us. Thank you. With everything going on in our lives, with everything going on around us, help us set aside this time. Help us co-create with you this space. Ground our bodies, calm our minds, Steady our hearts as we offer ourselves to you in prayer. Forgive us for times when we forget to pray, when we are so busy we don't even think to pray, to stop, to breathe, to reflect, to listen, to offer our concerns, our fears, our joys, our gratitudes. Send your Spirit upon us. What is past is past. What will be, will be. Here and now you are with us. Deepen us in your love. Deepen us in your power. Deepen us in your goodness and wholeness and truth. Deepen our trust, deepen our commitment, deepen our love for you and for the world. Feed those among us who are hungry. Heal those among us who are sick. Shelter us who are without a home. Comfort us who are grieving. Guide us who are lost. In the face of ongoing violence, 
on our streets, in our homes, in our governments, in our world. Send your spirit upon us. Strengthen us with your peace. Strengthen us with your peace. Give us the courage to speak. Give us the curiosity to listen. Give us the patience to trust. Give us the power to act, to transform violence into love. Send your spirit upon us. Deepen us in your love. Amen. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be thy name. Venga a nosotros tu reino. Hágase tu voluntad en la tierra como en el cielo. Und vergib uns unsere Schuld, wie auch wir unsere Schuldigen vergeben. Não nos deixeis cair em tentação, e livrai-nos de todo o mal. For thine is the reign, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. and the peace from Antoine Hopper to all members and everyone out there with a heart. I love you. La paz sea con vosotros. Peace be with you. Amen. Yuan Zhu Ko Ping On, Yu Lei Tong Joy. God be with you. We got this. Hi, middle family. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace. Peace, Peace be with you. Peace be unto you. Que la gracia y paz de Dios esté con todos ustedes. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Or in German, Friede sei mit euch. Peace be with you. Good morning. Peace be with you. 
Oh, look, a hand! May the peace of God be with you. Morning, friends. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, middle family. Love you. Peace be with you. Carry it to the ones you love. Hello, my little brothers and sisters. Elizabeth here. I'm wishing you so much peace. We are in Inwood, and we are wishing you peace this morning. Peace be with you, middle family. I'm holding you. Hi, middle. This is Bianca. I'm out in Brooklyn. Breathing with you and wishing you peace. Ah, si te quiero mucho. Do
Today's scripture comes from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. 五巡節の日が来て、みんなの者が一緒に集まっていると、突然、激しい風が吹いてきたような音が天から起こってきて、一同が座った家いっぱいに響き渡った。また、下のようなものが炎のように分かれて現れ、一人一人の上のにとどまった。すると、一同は精霊に満たされ、御霊が語らせるままに、いろいろの他国の言葉で語り出した。This is the word of God for the people of God.Thanks be to God. 神に感謝します。Hi, everybody.I am standing on a platform where our narthex Used to be. Let us pray. Holy One, we give you thanks for all of the ways your spirit showed up in worship today, from a little boy in Japan reading scripture to a beautiful multicultural Lord's Prayer to the little one singing Amen. Thank you that we are Pentecost people and thank you, God, that your spirit has descended upon us to make us one. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts. Be acceptable in your sight, O、oh、God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, some of you are just joining us, just becoming a part of our family, and might not know that in December of 2020, our church burned down.、Uh, the neighbor next door to us was doing some work on asbestos. Evidently, there was too much amperage pulled. It was an accident,、uh, but the second fire in nine months, and we Are without a sanctuary at this point in time. I tell you that to tell you that the reason I'm standing on this platform today is because we had a fire. We had a fire, a six alarm fire. Thanks be to God, no one was hurt. Thanks be to God, the firemen who were injured a bit in the fire recovered. But now, now I'm standing on this platform because the work that we need to do to demolish our building. To clean up the site, to stabilize this place, has slowed down because our neighbor, our neighbor, the one whose building is the one in which the fire began, has gotten, I don't know, stingy, something about us being on her property. I'm telling you that that is a giant inconvenience. The fire's an inconvenience, and that's an inconvenience. And I'm saying to you, my friends, because of that inconvenience, our amazing Construction crew had to innovate. And because they had to innovate, they made a door where the glass doors were, and they built this platform on which I now get to stand. And they built stairs so they could continue the work. Nobody wants a fire, and nobody wants the inconvenience of this lack of access. But here we are. There's been an innovation because of the inconvenience. Now, this Fire is not my first. When I was 20 something and working for Eastman Kodak Company, I took a transfer from California back to Rochester to, to attend a one year training to learn how to be a professional photographic sales rep. Now that's called affirmative action. I know nothing about photochemistry, nothing about photo paper, 
but they wanted to train an African-American person to join the crew that was traditionally white men, and they did. I packed up all my stuff, everything, for a year in Rochester, New York. Coats, clothes, shoes, boots, that painting, so I could feel at home. And what happened? The moving van went underneath some wires in Colorado, and the whole moving van torched. Everything burned, except my Wurlitzer upright piano, and it was a smoky hot mess. Everything burned. Everything burned in the fire. And I found myself doing what I'm doing now, filling out insurance claims, you know, making forms, checking out what was going to be the next option. I was so sad about the fire. I didn't even want to, child, I didn't even want to buy new clothes. This fire, this fire causes our staff, our lay leaders, Claudia, Hadaria, Darren, Pete, all of our lay leaders are just wiped out with how much time they spend on the fire. Our staff spends time on the fire. The fire is a fire every day. So of course I find myself on this Pentecost Sunday thinking about the fire, having new thoughts on fire. Like I read this story, this is my, I don't know, 35th year in ministry, so this is my 35th Pentecost sermon. And this is the time I read the text and I hear this particular description, right? Luke is telling this extraordinary story. All the Jews of all the known world are gathered in Jerusalem for a holiday called Shavuot. In this holiday, they celebrate the giving of the law, the giving of the law. Pentecost means 50 days. 50 days after Passover, the, begin, the giving of the law. And Luke tells the story, it was a sound kind of like a rushing wind. Can you hear the metaphor? Sort of like a rushing wind. It was a sight kind of like tongues of fire, kind of like tongues of fire landed on all the people. And the real miracle, the true miracle, is that all of those Galileans who did not speak good Aramaic, they spoke like the country poor people Aramaic, all of those guys, all of those women are standing around testifying to how good God is and they're doing it in Aramaic, but the other people gathered are hearing it in their own language. Medes, the text says, Parthenians, Pamphyglians, people from Cyrene, people from Mesopotamia, all the folks hear the good news of God's deeds of power in their own language. That means the people from the DR, that means the people from Puerto Rico, that means the people from Venezuela, that means the Japanese and the Chinese and the Hmong and the Vietnamese, all hearing the good news of God's deeds in, in power in their own language. That means the black people from the whole African diaspora, Ghana, Cape Verde, <laughs> Ethiopia, and yes, here in the United States, all the indigenous people, the Cherokee, the Lenape, the Apache, all of the people hear the good news of God's love and justice in their own language. When Luke describes this supernatural phenomenon of tongues of fire seeming to land on people, he does it because he's, he's pulling on the memory of the people to whom he's writing. And they know that the word tongue and language is the same word. Tongues of language land on the people and the people are able, are able to do the translation, are able to make the word relevant and powerful because the Spirit has come. Now listen, not only did he want us to get that they were getting the gift of language, and I'm talking language, not Paul's story of you know, the tongues of angels that have to be interpreted by somebody at church. I'm talking about 
real languages that they were able to say. That was one miracle. The other miracle was actually fire. Luke wants us to remember that God is in the fire. God is in the fire. God was in the fiery bush talking to Moses. God was in the fiery pillar leading God's people across the wilderness and to the promised land. God is in the refining fire that removes the impurities from the silver and the gold and yes, from us. Oh my God, you're in the fire. I didn't say God caused the fire. God didn't cause the fire. But we are finding new things in the fire. Resilience, tenacity, the kind of ingenuity that lets you preach outside in your narthex because your crew, your team, your staff sets it up. We're finding capacities in our lay leaders that we could never have imagined. If it were not for Darren, if it were not for the legal skills of Hadaria, if it were not for the banking skills of Claudia, who knew that they were called for this time, such a time as this, to help us get through this? We're finding in the fire the gifts of this church. You, my friends, you, wherever you are, in China, in Australia, in New Zealand, I know where y'all are at in Alaska, in Paris, on Perry Street. You have received the gift of spirit. It wasn't for the 12 disciples. It was for the whole community that was gathered. And you are the community. And the spirit of God has descended upon our lives. <coughs> I'm a drink. Right there. The Spirit of God has descended upon our lives, giving gifts not only to the lay leaders I named, but to you too, my friends. I see you. Caring for a baby who has leukemia, I see you. Volunteering to take care of each other, I see you making phone calls. I see you doing food. I see you still working for justice. You are imbued with a permanent gift the spirit of the holy in us and around us. When I think of fire, I think of you. And I think of how we're going to get through this together. I think of the innovations that we're going to do. I think of the destination laid out before us that we don't quite know what it is. I think of the building plan that we're going to uncover. I think of the way you are going to help us decide. I think of the way you are going to help design. I think about the way you are going to volunteer in the Freedom School and raise our kids and teach them love and justice. I think about you joining this movement because we are at an all-hands-on-deck moment, honey. This fire, our fire, might be the smallest one of all. The world is on fire. Palestine, Gaza, Israel on fire. Yet another dead black man, two years of lies killed by the cops on fire. The way we still can't get it to love our trans siblings, we're on fire, we're on fire. And in this fire, we need your love and your support to quench 
the flames and to build something out of the ashes. It's Pentecost, my love, the birthday of the church. And we know we've been burned down. And I'm looking ahead at what's new. What's the new thing that we're going to birth together? What's the new thing that's going to come of these ashes? What's the new thing that's going to rise up like a Sankofa, like an eagle? What's going to be tomorrow? We're going to make it happen together. If you haven't yet joined us, your joining us makes a difference. It says you care. It makes you a stakeholder. So why don't you go to middlechurch.org and hit join. And boom, you are in the midst of us, with us. And we'd love to have you. And if you're thinking about how we're going to fund this rebuild, if you're thinking about how we're going to build the church anew and keep our programs and make the digital and the hybrid physical, we're going to need your financial support. Plan to come to our congregational meeting at 1030 on June 27th and hear all the juicy details. Thank you so much, all of you who filled out the survey. We're going to let you know what you said, and we're going to plan together how to be the church, the new way, God's way, in this time, hot mess time, because we can. Therefore, we will. May it be so. Amen.
Middle, won't you pray with me now? Creator and sustainer of life, thank you for the many ways in which you speak to us, in all our languages and all the ways that we understand your voice. In this moment, we come before you, thanking you for all of the blessings that you have bestowed upon us and returning a small portion of those blessings back to you for your soon coming reign here on this earth to bless the ministries here at Middle and in the hopes of a closer walk with thee. In your holy names we pray. Amen. Your for the first time or whether this is your 100th time you are so welcome to our home welcome to a place and a space where you're welcome just exactly as you are as you come through the door you needn't leave any piece of you behind when you come here welcome to a space and a place where all of your dreams matter to us where your voice matters to us where your gifts not only matter to us, are required by us for us to do the thing God is calling us to do. Welcome home if it's your first time here. Welcome to a place where magic happens, where old people are loved and young people are loved and where hugs and kisses are not just in the air. They are full-bodied and we hold each other accountable and we say, yes, you can and yes, we will. Welcome to a place where every life matters because black lives matter and all of our lives matter. Welcome to a place where we don't care who you love and how you love them as long as you do love because love is love is love is love. Welcome to a movement of love and justice that requires your presence. Let go of anything that blocks your flow to feel the love moving in this place because this love is a free gift from God to you through us and our people. You belong 
this is your place. This is our place. A wonderful place. A loving place. A just place. A righteous place. A radically truth-telling place. An honest, beloved, courageous, badass place. A place where you Thank you everyone for being with us on this Pentecost Sunday. We're so grateful to have you. I don't want you to forget two things. One, the miracle of Pentecost is the gift of language. And that means each of you, the way you speak, the way you talk, the way you think, God's Spirit is going to move through you so someone else comes to know just how amazing God is. And the second thing I don't want you to forget is God is in the fire. God is in the fire, refining transforming, making it better, making it new. And we are going to rise up together and do a new thing, a bold new thing with all of your help. Now, Pentecost is also the church's birthday. So, one, two. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Bye. Bye. God bless. Peace.